and welcome back to the Holding Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. Um, and you can find Brandon, my co-host, as always, on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Um, and uh, yeah, we are a day late because my voice was even worse yesterday. It hurts to talk still. Thank God. What do you do? You think that means I'm going to talk less? Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> Honestly, it'll make my Cocho impression even easier. <laughs> I really hope not. <laughs> Go on, <I> know <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you see his pregame interview on the sideline? No, but I watched his postgame interview. Uh. Well, they were on the sideline. He was like, "Oh, Death Valley, where the where the Gators dream come to die, go Tigers." I was like, "That's fire." He he said, uh, "Like, because he said go Tigers at the end." And I never watch his interviews, of course. But at the end of the post game interview, he said it, and I was like, "This fucking guy." <laughs> I don't know why that that's the part that bothered me. He no, he says it after everything. His the signature move is end it with a go Tigers and then jot off. Um, he, he was like there with his family, and I was just like, I'm mm, so frustrated by that whole game. Dykes. Why? Because he's the best coach in college football. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he's up there. Even you don't believe that one. No, he's definitely not the best. <laughs> but I mean, he, I mean, he up there. He's made good decisions this year. This year. <laughs> this year. Um. He's like the, he has like the third most wins against top ten teams in the past three years. So that's not bad. He's I think seven and three. Mm-hmm. Most of those being Alabama. The losses. I mean, I cannot wait for uh oh Alabama LSU oh, this. Year. I can wait. This is gonna be the this is gonna be the first time if they both maintain their position. This is going to be the first time in a long time we've had the one and two teams face off in the regular season. Probably since LSU Alabama (laughs) last time. The nine to six game of the century. Um, I don't talk about the game that happened later that year. (laughs) That was one of the worst nights of my life. (laughs) Um, But... Uh yeah, is there any is there any news to get into? I don't know. I just wrote just news, news on the uh, spreadsheet. Um, news. N- I don't think I don't really know. I mean, I th- I think it's worth noting that uh that Yahoo said Christian McCaffrey put forth an MVP caliber game in London and uh it was absolutely horrible. Dude, that was. Uh, why? Why are you? He he had one. He had a good run. Um, he he had two touchdowns. That's <laughs> yeah. He had two touchdowns. He had a good run. But I'll I'll read I'll read like Chris McCaffrey. He's good. He's the arguably the best running back in football right now. But his MVP performance was twenty two carries for thirty one yards and a touchdown, and then four catches for twenty six yards and a touchdown versus yes, Tampa so- Bay. So 26 touches for 57 yards and two touchdowns is what they think an MVP caliber performance is. 
Yeah, and you take off his longest catch, and it's three yard, three catches for one yard, <laughs> no touchdowns, and then take off his longest run, and it's twenty one carries for twenty one yards. You know who had an MVP caliber game for a skill position player? Jameis Winston. Stephon Diggs. Dude, I hate Stephon Diggs simply because <laughs> I played him in fantasy this week. Oh, I thought it was going to be about the. Uh... Yeah, yeah, listen, I, you know we that <laughs> that that I I've moved past that mainly because more hurtful things have happened and the Vikings suck, so they got nothing out also, of it. Also also it's definitely not his fault. He didn't necessarily do anything no. there. The defender just went underneath him. The and only person ran. to be upset <laughs> at, at that with is Marcus Williams, but I'm not I, I've moved on from it. Uh we it, it's it was named the Minneapolis miracle, but we've renamed it the meaningless miracle because they suck. Also, I just want to point out with uh, Baker Mayfield, how everybody's trashing him because he does have eleven picks in the year. Uh, seven of those hit off of his receiver's hands. Yeah, yeah, that is look, insane. He's 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 starting to look better. I think he's looking a lot better than the stats are showing. Yeah. And uh, I think it was PFF yesterday tweeted out that uh, he has two turnover-worthy plays in the season, but seven interceptions. Who? Or Pro Football Focus pointed out Baker Mayfield uh. has two turnover-worthy passes, but seven interse- But uh, yeah, seven of the interceptions were tipped. That's disgusting. So he's marked as the unluckiest quarterback in the NFL. That makes sense. That, that's literally what they called it. They said he's the unluckiest quarterback in the NFL. Uh, man, that's uh, unfortunate for him. I would say. Uh, but also, other, Freddie Kitchens is, is an idiot for not running the ball with Nick Chubb more. Other noteworthy, uh, Georgia lost. Oh, yeah, no, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. We'll get to that for sure. Um, yeah, the SEC outside of. LSU in Alabama and Florida sucks. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into most of those games. Uh, yeah, we actually will cover all of the uh, all those four teams that we just mentioned. Yeah. Um, and even some more SEC teams because of stuck up, stuck down. Yeah. Um. So pick them. Um, we, uh, we did less games than normal, uh, cause it was a big week and we went into depth with some rivalry games. Um, but, uh, we'll start off with the NFL where we did two games. We did Giants at Patriots. The spread was New England minus 17 and we both took it and it was, it was kind of nervous. I was kind of nervous in the first half. Yeah. They had us in the first half. Not going to lie. Um, and, and then it, it really uh and then uh it, it really went the Patriots way after that. Can I just say Tom Brady has not looked very good. He has not. It's been this defense is just oh, the defense, the defense is has so allowed thirty four points and scored thirty five. That's insane. Yeah, the defense has scored more than they've given up. That's absolutely ridiculous. Um and Tom Brady's having a real Matt Ryan season where he's getting a lot of stats, but he has not looked good. 
I feel bad for Matt Ryan for yesterday's I game. Don't feel bad for Matt for Ryan. For yesterday's ever. game, he played lights out and lost on a missed extra point. That's dude. Atlanta Sports. Shout out Atlanta Sports. <laughs> no, I suck to suck, right? <laughs> I I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad at all. I I feel a little bad for him. Just because he played a very good game. And they still lost on a missed extra point. Yeah, their defense is awful. They had Kyler Murray out there looking like uh, Drew Brees. I still don't get how their defense is so bad with Dan Quinn. I don't either. It's, uh, I don't know. He needs to not be a head coach. Nope, go back to being a DC. Um... I, I don't know how he hasn't gotten fired yet. I think he will after this year. Yeah, they probably won't do it midseason, but uh, they should. Their fans have given up. It's, dude, this was such a rough week for Atlanta sports. Good. Yeah, they deserve it. I don't feel bad at all. How do you how do you think uh, Daniel Jones looked? Like a rookie. That's That's the best way to put it. I mean, you're playing against the best defense in the NFL. On short rest, and, and and he yeah, and he looked like it. Um, first half he looked pretty good. One of his interceptions was a tip pass, like hit his receiver's hands. Um, yeah, but some passes he threw them, like he it looked like he was trying to target Stephon Gilmore. <laughs> and I don't even know what was going on with that, but uh, couldn't get going on the ground really. Golden Tate had a long touchdown. It was the first passing touchdown the Patriots gave up this year. But, uh, yeah, he looked like a rookie. It's as simple as that. Yeah. He didn't look, uh, he looked good. He looked good for what he could do with, uh, yeah. limited options, limited weapons. Yeah, I think a lot of it was also game plan, just trying to protect him a bit. Yeah. Um, it had me in the first half thinking that, uh, Daniel Jones was going to pull an Eli and upset the Patriots. Yeah, I was pissed about that because as I was watching it, like going into the game, I was like, we're going to get killed. It doesn't matter. And then uh, like halftime, I was like, oh, shit. We might do it. And then we, we and did. Halftime. <laughs> um, yeah, this was uh, the... The uh, the drive chart for the second half, <laughs> uh, interception, punt, fumble, return, touchdown, punt, downs. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing is that New England seemingly had the ball the entire time in the second half, so the Giants had no chance of coming back. Yeah, they had sixteen play drive, nine play drive, seven play drive, four play drive. Yeah, Giants just couldn't get off the field, and you're not going to win the game if you can't get off the field versus no. the Patriots. The uh, Patriots had 39 minutes possession in the game, and the Giants had 20. Sounds about right. Yeah, that's, that sounds about another game. That sounds like another game we're going to talk about later. <laughs> um, moving on from that one, Saints at Jags spread Jacksonville minus one for whatever reason. New Orleans covered. Because uh, yeah, they were blessed by the Pope. <laughs> I can't believe That's my favorite storyline. It's going to carry him to the Super Bowl. 
that's such a, if for those of you that didn't that didn't see it somehow um the uh the pope had his most popular tweet of all time and he put hashtag saints and hashtag the said, saints logo came up <laughs> yeah because that's like their, their their thing but he said today we give thanks to the lord for our new hashtag saints they walked by faith and now we invoke their intercession what a oh man i was about to say what a god what a pope <laughs> add pot what a, what a holy figure what a homie dude he really blessed the saints real quick he never came out and said it was uh he didn't mean to bless our team so he just had to say that yeah he's for whatever reason <laughs> he's a big saints fan actually he just had to come out and be like ah, i didn't mean it man the pope's a, a g i just te- checked his following and he's following only his account in other languages <laughs> <laughs> And one, the New two, Orleans Saints. Uh, there's uh, there's the Italian one. There's or Arabic, uh, Indonesian. I, there's only he only uses the last two. There's French. There's Denmark. There's whatever PT stands for. Whatever. Uh, there's Poland. Um, and then there's Espanol. Papa Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, PT, I think PT is Portuguese. Portuguese, yeah, probably. That, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Papa Francisco. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Papieza Francisca. What the hell is the Poland one? Papieza Francisca? Papieza Francisco. Pape Francois in France. Papa Francois. German Papst Franciscus. Oh my, the uh. Is this Indonesia? This Disney Plus list is is fire. <laughs> this is really, really random, but I just saw okay, it. Yeah. <laughs> let's, get, let's get back to our fucking. No, show. Dude, listen to this. It's fire. They got. I'm, I'm gonna have to buy it, dude. Yeah, Snow White. They got Fantasia, Bambi. Oh, Elmo, they have Disney movies. Cinderella, <laughs> but they also they also have Spider Man, the nineteen eighty one series, which is fire. Um, Simpsons. I didn't know that. That's that's fire. The nineteen ninety four Spider Man series, fire. Muppet Treasure Island, Recess. X Men the nineteen ninety two series. This is fire, dude. <laughs> Speaking of football, um, <laughs> uh, yeah the 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 Saints fandom seems to be kind of torn on Teddy Bridgewater right now. It doesn't matter. Breeze is coming back. Well, no, it matters for the post Breeze life. Um, no, 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 no. Think about right now. Worry about the future when it gets there. Well, you know, <laughs> the future's imminent. All right. And Teddy Bridgewater didn't look that great. Um, I mean, to be fair, it's the Jaguars defense. Without Jalen Ramsey, though. They're still very good. And Telvin Smith. They're still very good. 
Are they? Yeah. They ain't. They I. I forgot that Marcel Darius. Marcel Darius, Miles Jack, Calais Campbell, AJ Bouye, Ronnie Harrison, Josh Allen, Johnny Kingdakway, Trey Dwayne Smoot. I forgot about Dwayne Smoot. Like, I forgot he existed. Yeah, that's what happens with Marcel Darius. <laughs> Andrew Wingard. Arby Jones. Oh, man. What, what a, a fire team. squad. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they lost because Gardner Minshew finally looked human. Um, and the Jaguars' dreams have died. His name's Avery Jones. Sorry. <laughs> and it was Ar- Arby's Jones. Arby's um. Jones. Um, yeah. A lot of more in Eli Apple are great cornerbacks. It's almost like Eli Apple was a first-round pick. It's almost like he's a top-ten pick. Oh, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, he was number ten. And Will Lutz is a god. The Saints uniforms were pretty fire. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a new get-up. It wasn't color rush, but it was all white, and the solid white pants are new. Imagine not wearing just the same two uniforms every game for, like, the past 16 years. Uh, that's 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 true. You gotta rock out. You need to pull out the uh, the red jerseys again. Yeah, I want to see them. Um, I I love the Giants color rush. Oh, the Giants color rush is uh, smooth. The Dolphins new color rush is pretty fire. Color rush jerseys are awesome. I don't know why people hate them. Um, the the Bengals one would be fire if they could change their helmet. Yeah. The helmet kind of ruins it, to be honest. Um, let's see. All right. Well, I'm not going to talk about the Saints that much because I, I do it every week, and not much has changed. Yeah, and it was a pretty lackluster game. Oh, it was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was really boring. Latavius Murray is the only thing. He finally came into his own. Jared Cook looked good. Those two were the free agent signings that were – most uh not anticipated jerry cook was really anticipated but latavius murray replacing mark ingram they both finally came into their own and looked like they uh could be contributors which is a uh, good we needed that um moving Man, on man's really said i'm not about to talk about the saints and then talk. you know well that's the only <laughs> thing that's really changed all right all right, oh, calm down, fair. Brandon. That's, that's fair. Um, moving on to college football. Um, number 10, Penn State at number 17, Iowa. Spread, Penn State minus three. We both picked uh, Penn State to cover, and they did. And they did. Yeah. Um, this one was actually really easy to pick. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought Penn State defensively was going to dominate more at least at the line of scrimmage i thought they were going to be able to get to nathan stanley more uh but they didn't they only sacked him twice but uh luckily penn state has noah nova kane at running back and he ran in the uh game winning score with five minutes left. that's right it's a fire name i just thought about that once i saw it. uh i'm good at things all right noah the verified kane <laughs> <laughs> Just nicknaming everybody the verify. I think he's from. I think he's from Baton Rouge. 
Noah Kane or Noah Devin Kane. Jackson? <laughs> Devin, no Noah Kane. Noah Kane is from Baton Rouge. Let's go. Fire. Where did he go? No, I don't know. I just knew. I don't know that. <laughs> you don't know his high school. I know his middle school. What's his middle school? I don't actually know his middle school. Well, why would I know why that'd be creepier. That'd, that'd be so that'd much be creepier. <laughs> that would be way worse. Um, now I need to know where he went to high school. I knew he went to Baton. I knew he lived in Baton Rouge. Oh, he moved to IMG Academy. Nah, of course he did. Gross. Oh, Denton Guyer. I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, shout out Noah Kane though. Noah Nova Kane, the verified. Um, Nate Stanley. This is not going to get drafted before Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, we know. <laughs> um, man, if only someone in their infinite wisdom could have seen that coming. Um, number one, Whatever. Alabama. You take an L every now and then. At number, number 24, Texas. We never did find out if I'm going to have to slap you for Felipe Franks. I don't think we should do that one just because Franks got hurt. So, um, Sound off in the comments. Uh, number one Alabama at number two. No, no one's going to. <laughs> no, one, no one's going to. No one did the yeah. first time. Like when we told people to uh, talk about Adam Sandler, what, what their favorite Adam Sandler movie was, no one did. <laughs> it happens. It'll happen eventually. Some, someone. It will be on an episode we don't talk about Adam Sandler. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which we will later. So back to football. Yeah, back to football. Um, yeah, we really will. Number one, number one, Alabama. Number twenty-four, Texas A&M. The spread, Alabama minus sixteen and a half. I chose Texas A&M to cover, and Brandon chose Alabama. And how'd that go? And I lost an Alabama one. I mean, Brandon yeah. won the entirety of Alabama. We have yeah. a four point seven out of out of five on iTunes though. Yeah, we have one one star review. It's kind of annoying. I wish I knew who did it and why. It was definitely Mike. Oh, for sure, actually. Um that's just the answer I'm gonna go with. Um Texas A and M I I don't know, I just don't like giving sixteen and a half points. Plus it seemed like a game that might be kinda close. And Texas A and M almost did cover. Almost. They suck. Right? I was going to say almost doesn't matter, but okay. Um, yeah. They had a chance to, really. With nine minutes left, they were down 19. They just finished down 19. Yeah. They, uh... Kellamon kind of sucked. Shocking. Their last four four plays were Kellamon passing, passing complete, Kellamon passing complete, Kellamon passing complete, and then Kellamon passing complete. <laughs> Yeah, they um, Alabama's good. God, LSU Alabama is gonna be uh, a good game. I wonder what the over under is gonna be for that game. Uh, a hundred, two hundred, (laughs) two hundred. It's gonna be ninety to seventy final score. It's gonna be higher scoring than their last 
football game, a uh, basketball game. I don't know what I'm gonna. Uh, I don't I, like. I don't know what the spread's gonna be. But I, I have no idea what I'm gonna do with it. It could be three and a half, and I don't know what I would do. And it could be thirty-five, and I don't know what I would do. It could be. I hope it's a push. It won't be. It's gonna be Alabama. They, I don't think they would put a push for a game that big. I think they'd put a spread. The FPI has Alabama favored to win. The seventy-six percent chance. I mean, it's not horrible. Not great, but not no. horrible. <laughs> Crazier things have happened. Like uh, South Carolina beating Georgia. Why is it two weeks away and LSU already has the spread for their Auburn game? I was, yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> and that's the only SEC game with the spread. Uh, is it? For week uh, eight? Or week nine, yeah. yeah that's uh... the only SEC game that has a spread assigned to it. Probably because it's the top 25 teams, but like two of them, but yeah. I don't know if I can ever. Oh, man. Alabama is good. Texas A&M is not. That's a, it's kind of simple. Sim- yeah, that's a good way to sum it up. Sim- simple. Simple. Um, how do you feel about Tua so far this year? I mean, he is what we thought he was going to be. It's as simple as that. Going in, I think he was... Like, going in, we knew his strengths, we knew his weaknesses, and I think he's kind of just solidified that. I don't think he's shown us anything new. I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I just don't... It's nothing new. Yeah. Tua is not showing me anything newer. Oh, my God. I'm looking for a new co-host, <laughs> if anyone is uh, is open to taking the role. Um. Yeah, he has really good weapons on offense. He uh he throws a really good slant route. I mean, did you see his uh interview? No. That he was basically saying like, he's like, oh, we don't want to throw slant routes all the time, but corners keep playing off, so that's what's open. So I mean, if you don't want to, if you don't want us to throw slants, stop it. Basically. And yeah. that's like the best response I could have seen. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, why wouldn't they throw slants? It works. They score on everyone. Um, yeah. I mean, it is true though. If you want to stop it, or if like you don't Madden want them to do game. it, then stop them. Alabama really plays football like Madden. No, no, no. Well, the NCAA needs to uh, implement rules to keep it sim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like four six defense. Yeah, four six press accidentally advance eight hours early <laughs> it's like getting close to alabama lsu and it's like we blink and then the game's over and we're like wait what happened it's like yeah ncaa just skipped it yeah just skipped it joe burrow hurt for 47 weeks <laughs> they're really pissed people are trying to pay athletes now they're just skipping big games <laughs> it's uh due to load management um yeah, and then uh, so getting into the 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 meat of the meat of the Saturday, number six, Oklahoma versus number eleven Texas on a neutral site, the Cotton Bowl. The spread was Oklahoma minus ten and a half. Me and Brandon both chose Texas to cover. 
and cover they did at the very end. And we both did say we think Oklahoma was going to win, but not win by ten and a half. So yes, and that's what good happened. on us. We pat ourselves on the back. Roshan Johnson is a god. So happy that he played so well. That offense just looks so much better when he's on the field. Um, but I, I do feel really bad for Sam Ellinger. His receivers had quite a few drops. I was and... uh, I was fast asleep during this game. <laughs> That's fair. Because <laughs> um, I woke up to go to game day. And then I knew uh, it was going to have a busy night, so I took like a three-hour nap. Yeah, no, they had a, they had a few drops. Brennan Eagles, uh, wide receiver for Texas, had a couple drops. Um, it just it looked bad for Texas. Like their offensive line looked really bad, and we both said they had a better offensive line than Oklahoma. But Oklahoma was just bullying them. Uh, I think Oklahoma their first three sacks uh, they finished with a lot, um, uh-huh. but I'm pretty sure their first three were. All three of them came on third down. They were just getting after Ellinger the entire time, and Texas was not altering their game plan to get the ball out faster or anything. They were just letting Sam get hit, essentially. Yeah, it was uh, not the best, I would say. Oklahoma finished with nine sacks. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. They were just, the second half, they were just like teeing off on Ellinger. And I think it was last episode we uh, touched on it a little bit. Or maybe it was that, maybe I said it on Twitter. I just remember bringing up the idea of will Roshan Johnson stay at running back? And apparently he was asked that in an interview this week leading up to the game. And he was just like, I'm a running back right now, so I'm a running back. Like, he was just like, well, this is what I'm doing right now, so this is what I'm doing. Which I love that answer. It's fair. I mean, that is, it's, it's a fact. Yeah. I just love it that he's just, that is he's essentially just like I'm not thinking about it. Like, yeah, um, for the most part, I think our our units played to what we said they would. Uh yeah. Aside from O-line. the O line, aside from the O line, they were pretty good. Uh, CD Lamb destroyed uh, Texas, which actually. I wanted to point it out because I saw it on Twitter that a lot of people were saying CD Lamb and DeAndre Hopkins is a good like pro comparison, and I I disagree a lot. I feel like Hopkins isn't nearly as explosive after the catch as CD Lamb is. I I don't know. I just I I can kind of see, but once CD Lamb has the ball in his hands, he's one of the most dynamic playmakers on the field. Uh, Mike just added me on this on this video of Coach O saying something. Let's see. Back to tomorrow morning. <laughs> Coach, uh, to your right here. I, I want to ask you another one about Burrow. Um, where were some of his post-game comments? I mean, he's 22 years old, and he's sitting there after the big Florida win talking about don't let good enough yeah. stand in the way of yeah. greatness. Like, yeah. as a coach, yeah. what's your reaction when you hear that? LSU standard performance. And that's what you want your leader to do. Now, I told him jokingly, I said, well, I'm glad you're not the head coach. We'd be practicing tomorrow morning. I mean, he, 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 was, he was kind of P.O., but I liked that because he's, that, that's true leadership. And Joe knows where we want to go. We all know where we want to go. we got to do it one day at a time. So do you understand any of that? 
Yeah, no, I think I think I'm pretty good with that. I think I'm okay with the the southern accent. I okay. think I'm okay with understanding it because I think it, I'm not gonna do it. Uh, but I think I'm pretty good at doing a southern accent, so I think I can understand it. Do your best southern accent right now. No, I refuse to do it. Please but, do uh, it. No, I'm not doing it. But that's um, not. A, he also doesn't have a southern accent. He's a Cajun accent. It's two very different things. It's it's if it's not if it's below New York it's southern. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's southern and Cajun is different. Okay, I feel like I could understand like the southeastern accents. All right, all right. <laughs> Full of yourself, a Florida fan for five years. Think you're a, a genius in the south. Five years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, speaking of, I've been an LSU fan for five weeks and thinks he knows everything. All right, that's <laughs> enough. Speaking of uh, LSU, number seven Florida at number five LSU. Our game of the week, the game of the week. Um, the uh, the spread was LSU minus thirteen. Uh, we both chose Florida to cover because you know that's what you expect. Five, five, five or seven, you would think so. And it was for most of the game. It was just a, a ping pong match of touchdown, 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 touchdown. Um, and then in the second half, LSU's defense decided to wake up. Yeah, the uh, that up until the Tyrion Davis Price touchdown, this game was just so awesome and so close. And once he scored that, I, th- I thought it was over. Mm-hmm. It was as simple as like once once a team took a two point lead took a two score lead, I thought it was gonna be or scored twice in a row. I thought it was gonna be over. Oh no! The second touchdown I thought was the uh, Jamar Chase one. It was uh, Edward Hilaire scored to because Florida was up twenty eight twenty one. Oh yeah. So then Edward Hilaire scored and then Tyrion Davis Price scored again to put them up seven and yeah that's what I meant like if a team yeah. scores twice in a row. It's going to be their game. Um, yeah. And then, uh, man, there should have been... It's funny. So uh, many penalties. So many penalties. Kyle Trash should have like seven interceptions. Seemed like every other throw, the ball was in an LSU DB's hands that dropped it. Yeah, And I'm not going to go too in-depth on it, but I am going to mention that I've seen a lot of people talk about the LSU receivers stats against Florida corners. Um, no one is still saying CJ Henderson is the number one corner in, in college football. He's still very good. I'm saying no one's still saying that. Yeah. And no one is still saying Marco Wilson is just as good as CJ Henderson. No. So those those are two uh those are two narratives that kind of need to die a little bit. Um, uh, very good games by LSU's offense. Not or very good game by LSU's offense, but uh, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I, I just wanted to point that one out. Such a good game. 40, 42 points on forty six plays. Forty two points when uh, Florida only allowed nine and a half per game before that. Yeah, LSU's offense is the real deal. I think we can Joe, officially say Joe Burrow is the real deal. Twenty one for twenty four against florida 20 and three touchdowns clyde edwards elair broke off he broke out that's actually one thing i hate is uh when like a player has one run to really 
separate their stats and everybody thinks that they had a fantastic game. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying Edward Tiller didn't play a good game. I'm just I'm saying how he had like the 57 yard run kind of inflates his stats a bit. And the same thing happened last week with Florida and Auburn that Lamichael Pirine wasn't having a fantastic game, but then he broke off an 88 yard touchdown run, and everybody's just like, "Oh my god, he had an awesome I game!" Mean, but besides the 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 that one run, he still would have had 12 carries for 77 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, no, that's why I'm, I'm not saying that it was like that it wasn't a good game. I'm just saying that it inflates that a little bit. Uh, it definitely did inflate it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he yeah. did get the run, and it was a good run. Great um, run. Yeah, and if it was uh, if he was slightly quicker, he would have scored. <laughs> I'm really uh, excited for LSU Bama now. Uh, it's just because so it's like good. LSU has Chase and Jefferson as their two top targets, obviously. And, and then going... Moss, who is not back yet, but once he gets back, he was the he was leading the country in touchdowns before he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. He, uh... He's six four. He's a great. A, a great target. He's really good too. Um, this reminds me of L- LSU having Odell and Jarvis, but if they had a good quarterback, because <laughs> they definitely did not when they had no. Odell and Jarvis. Um, no, they really didn't. Um, I know you said people aren't saying C.J. Henderson is the best cornerback, but you know who people who people are saying is the best cornerback in the country. You mean who you are saying is the best quarterback? Um, and uh and mellow and mellow that's fair um and a lot of people i saw a lot more after this after this game Derek stingley jr i don't know why this is the game though that uh that put it over because it was a big game no i know i'm just saying that it's not like he was going against like an elite receiver is my point yeah um, he played. A, he obviously played a great game. The interception was thrown right to him, so I don't really want to hear. I don't want to hear a lot about that one because he was just staring at Kyle Trask, and Kyle Trask was staring at him too. Uh, so I don't want to hear much about that one. But uh, obviously played a great game, and but it's just he wasn't against like an elite receiver, which is why I don't know why this is the game that people. It, are I think it's it just because a lot of people were watching. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, and he uh, still was pretty lock up, and except for that one drive in the second half. Man. But those were terrible throws, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, yeah no, Kyle, Kyle I, Trask, I didn't. I don't really want to put that on him because those were terrible throws. At the they were at the ground. I don't know how how what what you want Derek Stingley to do about that. You know, Kyle Trask played a good game. Uh, not. <laughs> um. He did. He didn't play awful. Is my point. No, uh, he referees about really sucked. As good as you could against uh, whenever you're giving. I mean, he was given to be fair a million years to throw every play in the first half. Yeah, that's you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> LSU's defense really needs. They're amazing in the second half of games. They need to learn how to play in the first half. I think it's just it's so much easier in the second half when you're LSU. Uh huh. Because it's like your offense, you know, is going to put up points and the other team's going to have to try to keep up with it. So you're like, all right, we're just going to tee off on the quarterback now. And that's exactly what happened. They just they they were like, OK, all we have to do now is rush Kyle Trask. Um, that environment was insane. Being there at the game. Um, 
It was so Get it, you're rich. loud. I shout out Newsom for giving me the free tat. Forgot I told him I would. Uh, I would. I would give him a shout out. Shout out Newsom for giving me the free tickets. Uh, free ticket with him and his family. Um, it was. It was. It was pretty fun. Um, awesome. And uh, one thing I wanted to point out because I know you tagged, like you posted it on Twitter and tagged me in it. The gator chopping by the crowd. Yeah. I don't. I don't. That doesn't bother me at all. I know. Because like, it's like I I love talking shit, so it's like if, if I were to play, uh, yeah, against... I know. I literally just did it because I wanted to post a video because it was yeah, awesome. no, that, that, yeah, and that's I, fine. I I, I I loved it because it's like if I'm playing against a school that they have their little like the gator chomp the horns up, I yeah. would absolutely chomp or put horns down right at them, and I I wouldn't care. Um, that's that's good. Like if you want to have a little celebration, just know other people are going to do it. Other people Lambo leap in Green Bay. That's what happens. Oh man, they uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was fun. Um, referees were not good. Yeah, the referees not not very good. Um, yeah, even uh, Joe Burrow after the game said, "I don't know who started that chant, but uh, the uh, the the Gator Chomp was really cool to see on the sidelines. It was it was really cool to see." Just because a hundred thousand people gator chomping at once. Yeah, um, it, it it was pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, of course, if you if you beat a team that has a celebration like that, do it. Like that's it's completely in your power and your right to do it. I know I mentioned before that this was like the first exp- first like big game experience I've had, like being at the game. And uh, whenever people say Saturday night in Death Valley is. Uh, is intense uh they are correct i can i can finally know what they mean <laughs> i don't know you've never experienced toledo versus stony brook in the glass bowl oh, that's, um. fair. that's fair that's fair um no it was it was just so loud at all like the second half everyone was on their on their feet and screaming the entire time you can you, you can still hear it in my voice yeah, I, um, I was home and I barely sat down. <laughs> uh, it was it was so much fun. They still got uh, I don't know I, I know it was it was during a commercial break, but uh, we still got some uh, good old uh, STTDB chanting. Uh, good old neck. They didn't play neck, but you know mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. stop anyone. <laughs> um, they did it during game day too. <laughs> uh, it was just it was it was it was really fun. Um, it's an experience I won't forget anytime soon. Coach O said it was the best crowd he has ever seen in person. Oh yeah, I mean no doubt you're a top now two team in the country. Yeah, and it was you're it, playing against the number seven. It team was the biggest game in a long time. Just because like this is a game you needed to prove yourself. Yeah, and this was a prove a game, and they they did. Um, it was insane. It was super loud, and uh, go Tigers! <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm never betting against LSU on the spread this year. That's that's fair. Um, I don't care what it is. Uh, yeah. I just I've I've learned my lesson. Unless it's like LSU favored by 24 points over Alabama, <laughs> which it won't be. <laughs> Do you think yeah. if LSU beats Auburn, it, well, uh, Auburn could sneak into the top 10? This year, this week, 
after this weekend. Now, after this week, maybe, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Because they're 11. They could sneak yeah. into the top 10. If LSU, so how the hell did they go up? They had a bye week. I have no clue. Oh, uh, because <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I get there were losses ahead of them, but how the hell did they sneak up? Um, and actually, there was only one team that was in their spot and dropped. And it was just... So basically, Texas dropped four spots, and everyone else kind of just went up by default. Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, That's stupid. Except, well, except for Boise State. <laughs> yeah, won. how did Boise State <laughs> knock up? They won a game by 22 points with with their third-string quarterback. How the hell did they knock them up? Because uh, they're not a big-name program. Uh, and Cole McDonald sucks. Thank God we're never here. I'm so happy again. Georgia dropped a 10. Oh yeah, no, we'll get to it. Stock it could up. have been. More. We got, we got it. Stock up and stock down, actually. Um, yeah, we do. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I was saying like, Auburn sneaks in to the top ten. LSU beats Auburn for their third top ten win in the of the year. Do you think? If that you're about to ask them? if they'll be number one, they won't be. You don't think so? I think that even if they, th- even if voters think that LSU deserves number one, that they'll know they're playing Bama soon. So they'll kind of be like, well, you need to beat Bama if you want to be number one. But three top ten wins in a year? If that doesn't does if that doesn't get you number one, then I guess the only way to do it is to beat Alabama or Clemson. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it'll be. I don't think... I, mean, I think it I, would just I, be that I think I, LSU beats Auburn, and then they'd be like, next week or two weeks after that, is LSU-Alabama. Just wait for LSU to have to beat Alabama to be moved up. I think they would deserve it. Uh, but yeah, I think they would make LSU have to beat Bama to get up there. It also doesn't help LSU's case that Alabama is playing Tennessee and Arkansas <laughs> in that time yeah. span. And they're not going to struggle against either of those teams. Can't wait for them to lose to Arkansas. They're favored by thirty-five uh, both, against both Tennessee. teams. Are going to be coming off a bye, also. That's really when the night when it's game LSU, on, Alabama. Alabama, Tennessee is really the night game on ESPN. That's horrible. That's disgusting. Uh, all right, uh, moving forward. Moving forward into uh, stock up, stock, stock down, up, stock down. Ooh, everyone's uh, favorite segment is. The first stock up is uh, another Louisiana boy, Israel Mukuamu, uh, with one of the best defensive back games I've seen ever. <laughs> um, he had 11, ta- 11 tackles, three interceptions. Uh, just insane. All three of the interceptions. All three of the like, interceptions, a Georgia, touchdown. Yeah, Georgia threw three of them, or Jake Fromm threw three of them. And Israel took all three of them. And one of them, or maybe even two of them, were tipped by the receiver. But still, amazing game. Yeah, he's a 6'4", 205 corner from Bossier City, Louisiana. Um, he played such a good game. He really did. And he kind of just, he kind of, he had a, a, I saw some South Carolina fans saying that he had a rough start to the year. But this is the the level that they want that they expect him to play at. Not like obviously not three interceptions and a touchdown every game. Yeah, but like he's good, basically. Um, and it'll be interesting to see 
moving further into his career, how, because uh, how, I, I know he, he was finally noticed by a lot of people. Rightfully so, after picking off Jake Fromm yeah, yeah. three times. Yeah, no, of course. You would think Jake Fromm would just stop throwing and it at him. one to the crew. Like, at that point, if someone picks you off twice, nah. you just like, <laughs> don't throw in his direction. But if I'm okay being someone picks me off once and it's not just, like, lucky, I'm going to be like, all right, maybe I should think twice. Uh, but, I mean, I guess whenever you throw 51 times, <laughs> you're going to run out of options. Hold, hold on, because I'm 100% sure someone's about to walk into my room. So let me go meet them before they can do that to me. Yeah. So how is y'all's day been? Good? That's good. This episode is brought to you by um I'm trying to think what, what could I what could I say this episode was brought to you by. This episode was brought to you by Twitter, um, where you can follow me and uh and Brandon uh and talk to us about uh stuff and things. Um Yeah, shout out to the Astros, by the way. Um tied it uh, tied up the series one to one. Uh, this is now a f- baseball podcast. Um, and next next game is against uh, is g- the the Yankees are gonna have to play the unstoppable Garrett Cole, and uh, it'll be two it'll be two one in favor of the Astros. I saw something like uh, like Garrett Cole has won. The, the last 18 of his decisions, which is disgusting. If that's true, I'm going to look it up. I mean, I, I mean I've been an Astros fan my entire life. Um, and so it's finally good that they're actually the one of the best teams, if not the best team in baseball. Because uh, for a while there, it was kind of rough. Um, I mean, I haven't. I don't remember him losing a game recently. Um, pitching logs. No, yeah, no, he lost. I don't know what they meant. Then maybe it was postseason. Last eighteen postseason decisions. Because he lost in his last loss was against the White Sox on May twenty second. Yeah. So that's less than eighteen decisions ago. Point being, he's had a really good year. And the uh, Jordan Alvarez, good old LSU boy, Alex Bregman. I think my first, I've only been to one, I've been to two Astros games. And the first one was against the Pittsburgh Pirates. And that was pretty fire. Because uh, the Pirates went Have up. you just been talking this whole time? Yes, I have been talking this whole time. <laughs> I've just been feeling, I didn't feel like cutting. So I just decided to start talking. Okay. <laughs> um... What do you think about the the MLB playoffs so far, Brandon? I don't usually watch them. That's fair. Um, <laughs> My team is almost never in there. So, uh, what's your team? Share that with the folks. I'm a Mets fan. Gross. 
gross, gross, gross. I remember those days as an Astros fan. Uh, yeah, well, I don't remember any other days aside from them because, I mean, I remember like a couple years ago when we were good, but there are very few days I remember not sucking. Two of my friends are, are Mets fans. That sucks. I don't know why. One of them is because his name is Shay. Okay. Um, Got it. <laughs> that's why. Because um, he didn't have a team growing up because Louisiana doesn't have a team. The easy one to go with is the Astros. Because it's the closest. Um, that's fair. But the reason I chose the Astros is because, you know, my neighbors. That's the same reason I like the Rockets. Yeah. Um, but my other, other friend, I have no idea why. Shout out Newsom again for the tickets. I don't know why you're a Mets fan, but um, yeah. Uh, moving on to the mailbag. Um, what? <laughs> what? We only did the first stock up. Oh my god, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we just took that break. Never mind. Um, go on to your next stock up. Um, so my first stock up is Iowa State. Um. Been loving them, yeah. I've been loving them lately. Uh, their offense has been clicking, and I don't know what it is, but they've really schemed up just plays to get Brock Purdy moving, and it's been helping both the passing and the running game. And then they finally had a running back succeed with Brees Hall this week. Uh, twenty six carries, one hundred thirty two yards, and three touchdowns for the freshman. Uh, I love Iowa State. They beat the crap out of West Virginia, who kept it pretty close with Texas last week. So uh, yeah, they're they're stocking up for me. Are they? Man, uh, real B- Bryce Hall really got tired of playing for Virginia, so he just went and played running back for the. Uh... <laughs> changed changed his name to Brees. <laughs> changed his name to Brees, and decided to play for the Iowa State uh, Cyclones. Uh, my next stock up is going to be a running back. Um, and it's going to be Zach Moss finally coming back from uh, injury and helping this Utah offense be what they could be, reach their full potential. He had uh, five carries for 121 and two touchdowns. And with a 91-yard long. Yeah, but still. Uh, he is uh, He's good, and he showed it. And it sucks that he got hurt, but uh, I think that's going to – it's gonna, he's probably not going to be that high of a draft pick, but uh, nope. it's going to be he's going to be a, a late round pick that uh, a team is going to be really happy with. Yeah, yeah. He got hurt last year too, so I mean, I'm sure people are going to have questions about his injuries, but yeah, he'll produce while he's on the field. Yeah, and so your next stock up, we'll try and kind of quickly get through these. This stock yeah, up we'll, stock yeah, we'll go through these fast. Uh, my next stock up is the college football polls because I feel like the AP top 25 is finally for the most part something that I can accept um, yeah um, I think they got it right with most of the 25 aside from Clemson shouldn't be up there uh, I don't think Auburn deserves to be number 11 no um, um, and Clemson's just a, I kind of get like Clemson being so high as like they they haven't looked that great but they can't they haven't done enough to make them drop Super far. I feel like if they lose a game, they're dropping hard. A ton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's just that they started off the year so high that they haven't done enough to it. Like you can't drop them, drop them. Yeah. And then also uh, four new top 25 teams in there with Minnesota, Missouri, App State, and Washington. 
Tulane right on the edge. I was basically on their way out. They dropped six after this most recent loss to Michigan, uh, Penn State. Yeah. Um, and Baylor going up four to number eighteen, undefeated Baylor. <laughs> you uh, see a uh, Baylor's quarterback, Charlie Brewer, who I've been saying is like a fantastic passer. Uh-huh. Uh, zero touchdowns, three picks, and three rushing touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> shout out uh man that's disgusting yeah he didn't play like a terrible game really it was just his last pick was the worst thing on the in the world though he he was like rolled out to his right and it was basically on the goal line he rolled out to his right he had a receiver standing in like the shallow corner of the end zone and the receiver was like waving his hands and he had a receiver deeper like to the back of the end zone and the shallow receiver was open the deep receiver had like two or three people near him and he threw it to the deeper receiver and threw a pick yeah it was really bad but i still Uh, love him (laughs) um my next stock up is gonna be uh arizona state uh they're they're proven to be kind of the real deal um yeah which i did not expect no not at all um I did definitely did not expect them to be the uh, the second best team, possibly the second best team in the in the Pac-12. Uh, Utah, Utah, and Arizona State. That's gonna be a really good game. That's this week. Just gonna disrespect Oregon like that. Uh, I, I said I said the battle for the second best team. Oregon's the best team in the in the Pac-12. I said this is a battle for the second best. Okay. Calm down, Brandon. Of course, obviously, Oregon's the best team. But uh, next week is going to be Utah-Arizona State, and it's going to be a must-watch game, I think. Yeah, and nah, not a lot of Pac-12 games are much are must-watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, they kind of devour themselves. Yeah, that's it. And they're just like on the other side of the country from us, so it's just like, huh. That happened. I like, always, I, I like it because the games are always super late, so I'm always free. Yeah, I like when I can watch those, but I mean, the ones that aren't on like national television, it's just like, mm-hmm. they just happen. Yeah. Um, like uh, Washington versus uh, Oregon State versus Hawaii. That game was uh, <laughs> awful to try and watch. The the eleven fifty nine kickoff. Yes. Um, um, on a. F- <laughs> On Facebook only <laughs> streaming, it was like a Hawaiian company. Uh, yeah, it, it was. It was yikes. It was awful. So who's your next stock up? Oh no, I didn't finish. Uh, Arizona State, Jaden Daniels, uh, rookie, uh, not rookie, freshman quarterback. Uh, he's looked really good this year. Uh, sixteen hundred yes. yards, eight touchdowns, to an interception. Thirty-first best quarterback rating in the country. He has been uh, taking care of the ball very well so far. Yeah. Um, so he hasn't made a lot of mistakes, which is kind of all they need because they, they have uh, Ayuk and Eno Benjamin, who are two really good offensive weapons. Oh, They're so helpful. Eno Benjamin finally coming into his own this season. Yeah, after sucking to start the year. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on to your next stock up. The last uh, stock my, up. Name, my last stock up is 
Kentucky wide receiver Lynn Bowden Jr., who uh quarterback slash wide receiver. Yeah, he's a leading receiver, but he had to start at quarterback this week due to all the injuries. He finished the game with first of all, yeah, receiver uh had to come in because of injuries and he is so far and away the best player on this team. Oh, it's it, it, it's not even close like at all. Uh so he played against Arkansas this week. He finished 7 for 11 passing with 78 yards and a touchdown with a 97 QBR by the way. Um <laughs> and like the the ESPN QBR that's only out of 100. Um and he had 24 carries for 196 yards and two touchdowns in a yes. win. He won an SEC game as a receiver playing quarterback. Yeah. I, I feel, uh, also, speaking of QBR, I feel like we'd be remiss not to mention um, Rutgers. <laughs> uh, and uh, Jacob Langan, Johnny Langan, not Jacob, Johnny Langan, five completions, 13 attempts, and one yard. <laughs> he, he averaged 0.1 yards per completion and uh with a qbr of 1.2 also 13 carries for three yards because you can imagine he got sacked six times yeah it's not ideal no <laughs> did you mention uh lynn Bowden's rushing stats yes Okay, yeah, I just kind of blinked out for a second. But uh, moving on to stock down, my first stock down is going to be uh, Clemson's schedule for the rest of the year. That's fair. They were kind of uh, counting on, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's it's his name? What's its name? Wake Forest. I'm losing my mind. Wake Forest to uh, stay ranked and be a quality opponent for them. And um, they were not due to quarterback injury. They lost their game. Yeah. Um, and so their schedule for the rest of the year, uh, real powerhouse team. Um, they got Louisville, Boston College, Wofford, NC State, Wake Forest, and South Carolina. And Long Island City High School, basically. Uh, <laughs> that is my high school that is very bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um Yikes. South Carolina is going to beat them. But they have two teams in the uh, teams receiving vote, other teams receiving vote section of the AP pool in uh, Wake Forest and South Carolina. Um, so they're going to waltz into the playoff and South probably Carolina lose really to whoever they play. What did you say? South Carolina really won one game, and they're just like, oh, put them in. Yeah, they're three <laughs> and three. Um, they're like, oh, whatever. Put them in there. Why is Louisiana Tech getting votes? They got a vote or a vote. Yeah. Why are they getting any votes? Um, because they're the best. Uh, big Jalen Ferguson fan. Anyway, um, they beat UMass sixty-nine twenty-one. Did nice. they? Um. <laughs> Yikes! And they, they had five different passes. Five different people attempt passes. Um. <laughs> That's fire. Okay. Uh, stock down. I'm going Georgia is my first one. A loss to South Carolina, two missed field goals, three interceptions. It was rough, but absolutely amazing to watch. Uh, as someone that hates Georgia, <laughs> so they get stocked down, but I'm incredibly happy about it. 
Yeah, it's awful. Um, so is that, is that all you got to say about it? Yeah, I'm trying to get through it because we have this is an, <laughs> another just very long episode. Listen, people enjoy it. Uh, stack down Melvin Gordon's contract. He kind of sat out for a while trying to get money. They didn't want to pay him. And then he comes back and is kind of sucking. That's why you don't um, pay quarterback, uh, not quarterback. You don't. That's why you don't pay running backs big money, <laughs> unless they're like Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley or Alvin Kamara. Um, Melvin Gordon, yeah, he uh, twelve carries for thirty-one yards last week, eight carries for eighteen yards this week. Yeah, it's less than ideal. Um, the Chargers are not very good. No, they got their shit kicked in by the Steelers for the most part. By Devlin Hodges. Samford legend. Well, I wonder what his Madden rating is. Probably like a 12. <laughs> De- probably definitely <laughs> in the 50s. Um, I don't know. Gardner Minshew's only a 69. Nice. All right. <laughs> he should just always be a 69. <laughs> doesn't matter He's what his stats are. MVP 69 overall. Um, what's your next stock down? Uh, my next stock down, we already spoke about it a little bit. Texas is O line. Uh, we had high expectations for them. They very much did not meet those expectations. Uh, nine sacks allowed, a lot of QB hits. They weren't opening really running lanes for the most part, aside from a couple big gains, chunk yeah. plays. Uh, so yeah, they just looked awful this week. Uh, they got to clean it up if they want Texas to have any chance in the likely rematch in the Big 12 championship. Uh, my last knockdown is going to be the Cowboys. Um, Jason Garrett's going to get fired. Hopefully. Hopefully. Eventually. Um, three straight losses, and One they have the not Jets. looked good. <laughs> One of them to the Jets, yes, and they have not looked good at all. At all. Tavon Austin was their leading receiver last week uh, versus the Jets. Yikes. Yeah. Um, and then next they play uh, the the Eagles and have a bye week. And then they play the Giants on Monday Night Football. Can't wait for that upset. Uh, what, yeah. the Cowboys beating the Giants? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If they lose the Eagles, Jason Garrett might get fired in the bye week. No, 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 no. Let him go to the Giants and then lose and then get fired. That's fair. Um, all right, and then your last knockdown. Uh, yeah, my last knockdown is Maryland because there has been no team that's had higher highs and lower lows than Maryland. Um, they scored 79 and 63 to start the year, and then they lost 17 20 to Temple, and then they lost 59 nothing to Penn State. Then they beat Rutgers 48-7. And then Purdue, who is just beaten to a pulp at this point with uh, Bryson Hopkins is their only one of their big three offensive players that's still alive. Uh, Purdue beat them 40-14. to And that is just... I don't know what the hell is going on in Maryland. I get Josh Jackson was out, didn't play, but still it's just so yikes. Yeah, um, 
this is they are who we thought they were. Yeah, they kind of took us by surprise to start the year, and then it was just now they're just reassuring us that we were right to begin with. Yeah, um, Maryland is not good at football, and they never have been. Nope. Um, let's mailbag see. time. Mailbag time. Ooh. We need a song for the mailbag. It's the mailbag. Doot, doot. I'm out. I'm looking for a new co-host. <laughs> the um, first question. We are both looking for new co-hosts, so <laughs> this podcast is going to get two new hosts, and we're just going to see how that goes. Um, the first mailbag comes from uh, at Madison Ann on Twitter, and she wants to know why you hate her, because we make fun of her every episode. Um, Because she doesn't listen to the podcast, and I know she doesn't. She actually did listen to the last one. Because I tweeted at her and, and asked her if she listened to it yet. <laughs> no, it was bef- she had listened to before. Yeah, well, you know what? Listen to more of them. Um, and Leave she's a been review. In the room. That's, why, that's why I'm being mean to her. Leave a review. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a review, and then we'll stop being mean to you. And she did. She's been in the, reco- in the room for multiple recordings. Oh, well. The second question is Joe Burrow the best quarterback in LSU history? And that comes from Devin, the verified Jackson. Um, and the answer is yes. Yeah, no, that one's easy. I saw, I saw, I saw some people... <laughs> Started off with a softball. Yeah. Saw some people complaining, like, oh, he hasn't done anything yet. Um, he's done more than most LSU quarterbacks. <laughs> like, like, yeah, he's had a really good half of a year, and that's more than anyone. The His only half competi- of the year is more stats than most LSU quarterbacks like, have in a season. Yes. I mean, it, he's almost broke the record for... Uh, I think next week he's going to break the record for most uh, passing touchdowns in a season, and we're halfway through it. Um, yeah, he's, I mean, like skill-wise, he's definitely the best quarterback LSU has ever had. And he's in the most quarterback-friendly offense they've ever had. Yes. Um, and, of course, they're always going to have the Matt Flynn's and the Matt Mocks that led him to championships. Um. Jamarcus Russell was good in college, but uh, just a dickhead in the NFL. I'm uh, I'm comfortable saying that Joe Burrow is the most skilled quarterback in LSU history, and I agree. Um, yeah, and I don't think he's the most iconic yet because he hasn't won. But if he yeah. wins, if he beats Alabama, he'll. <laughs> That's he'll go down in history. He's already going to go down in history, record wise. Um, yeah, I think I, I honestly think he he has because he wasn't bad last year. He just it was a different offense. Yeah, agreed. Um, Way too conservative. And then uh, the second question uh, comes from Trevor Fennell. Um, he loves off topic. A good thing we haven't gone off topic once this episode. Um, like it's not true at some point or not, but okay. It was a joke, because we definitely have gone off topic. Um, <laughs> Talking about uh, the Nintendo, or Disney Plus list. Yeah, it's fire. <laughs> um, top three football movies of all time. Um, my first one, uh, we'll, we'll do this draft style. Okay. Um, my first pick is going to be the longest yard. 
I knew you were gonna do that. Um, it's it's really good. I, I don't even think it's my favorite, but it's I'm I'm taking it. That's fair. Actually, no. Uh, I'll I, let I you have it. I'll let you have it because I know which ones I want to take. I'll take okay, my, I'm, my first. I'm going to Magus Yard first. So okay, my first pick is going to be the uh, the replacement. That's fair. That was on my list. Um, I actually made a list like not even thinking, just going draft style. I just listed movies that I liked. Um, yeah, so longest yard replacements. Um, I guess I'll go again. Yeah, draft style, varsity blues. Ah, you bitch. All right. Um, <laughs> remember the Titans. Okay, that's good. Um, man, I could go so far with this list. Little Giants. Uh, blindside. Um, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do top five. Uh, Waterboy. Oh, all right, all right. I thought that was gonna come at some point. Uh, we are Marshall. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, which ones have you taken so far? I took. Um, remember the Titans. We are Marshall. <laughs> longest yard longest yard yeah Forgot um, that I got that one. there's so many good ones and now i just now i don't know which ones i want to go with and which <laughs> ones i don't um i'll go friday night lights uh no blind any, side. uh you already chose blind side oh uh, did i i don't remember because <laughs> when i just went through the list i didn't say the blind side when i repeated it um you're going to any given Sunday instead of yeah. I'm going any given Sunday. Can I go Jerry Maguire? Yeah, <laughs> that's a football movie. Okay. I I have no idea how many we've chosen so far. <laughs> I think that was five. <laughs> Definitely five. Uh, shout out Rudy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't like Rudy that much. You didn't like I'm Rudy. Fan. No, um, I'm also not a huge fan of the Friday Night Lights movie. But uh, uh, I'll uh, have to rewatch it because I haven't watched it since I was like a kid. I guess I should probably choose Everybody's All-American. I was actually going to... I was thinking about picking The Comebacks. <laughs> the Comebacks? Oh, my God. Love I mean, that. Everybody's All-American simply because of LSU. That's fair. Um, the saddest football movie is definitely The Fifth Down. The Fifth Down fifth, Podcast? Fifth quarter. No, The Fifth Quarter. <laughs> fifth Quarter, saddest movie of all time. I cried during that movie. Pussy. Um, <laughs> wow, that's rude. I mean, you're, not, you're not wrong. You didn't have to say it. Um, and then there's that one movie about the Arkansas guy. <laughs> I the name. Arkansas guy. That's nice. Um, I feel really bad because he died. Jeez. Way to just make this so much more depressing than it had to be. Uh... Third question <laughs> goes from, from uh, another one from the verified, uh, the most overhyped Big Twelve and Pac Twelve prospects. Uh, should we go three each? Three each. Uh, I haven't thought about. <laughs> yeah, I I put the question, and then as we were just preparing, like literally as we were recording this episode, I was like, I did not think about a single okay, person. No idea who. No idea who. I mean, my number one, obviously, it's going to stay the same. It's Jacob Eason. Yeah, that one's really easy to uh, to choose. I mean, 
I don't know if you'd really consider him a prospect, but I did say last week that Austin Kendall, the quarterback for West Virginia, has been the most disappointing player for me. Mm-hmm. And he is draft eligible. He's So I'll, I'll include him because, yeah, he's just he's disappointed so much. Has he? That's unfortunate. Um, Let's see. Probably should have thought about this a little bit. I mean, I'll give another one with uh, just the entire Oklahoma running back group. Um, again, yeah. it's it's not necessarily their fault, but they're not being given the ball, and I feel like that may, might not be like for a reason. But I I would just like to see them be given the ball more, given how much hype they've gotten. Mm-hmm. Um. Then, there are a lot uh, of there are a lot of wide receivers in the Pac-12 that have not lived up to the hype. I was actually about to go with receiver too. <laughs> oh, who are you gonna go with? Uh, Dalton Schoen, the wide receiver from Kansas State. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't shown me anything yet that I, I hate myself so much. <laughs> yeah, that was yikes. Um, yeah, he hasn't shown me much lately. Uh, Kansas State as a whole has been underwhelming because they kind of they started conference play they were three and zero before it, and then they're zero and two and they've been outscored by thirty two, so it's, they're uh, they're less than impressive. And Anthony Gordon really threw the ball sixty four times versus Arizona State. Yeah, that's Washington State for thirty four points. Yikes! Yikes! Um, I'll give uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Junior from uh, USC. He was kind of hyped up going into the year. Um, similar to Colin Johnson, he just big-bodied. Um, yep. And he just kind of has not shown up very much. He has 39 catches, 530, or, 530 yards, four touchdowns, but he's not looked very good. No, he has not. Um, next question. Uh, our personal college football top four and i think ours might be the same um alabama then lsu then ohio state then oklahoma yeah i'd probably put it there i mean i think lsu probably has earned number one the most yep but doesn't Um, matter you're gonna have to beat bama to get it yeah that's how they're gonna treat it you gotta beat bama to get it i uh i don't know i'd probably go if I if I was picking the top four right now, I'd probably go Alabama. Oh no, I'd probably go LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, Wisconsin. That's fair. Uh, man, we are in for a show then when it's Alabama, LSU, and Ohio State, Wisconsin. Is that the same week? No. Oh, uh, I was even talking. I was talking. Uh, just like it's it's gonna be awesome to see. Oh like yeah, con- conference. How are they going to play out? It's just because Penn State's right behind Wisconsin too. That's that's true. That's going to be. Both of those conferences have three teams in the top ten. <laughs> Yikes! Actually, four because Georgia's still number ten. Georgia is still number ten. Do they deserve it? Probably not. Nope. Um, but I mean, it's happening. Um, Iowa, Wisconsin is during uh. LSU Alabama week. That's gonna be a shitty game. In Missouri, Georgia, <laughs> and App State, South Carolina. Oh no. Rip. Rip App State. Um, 
And then uh, the last question comes from Trevor Fennell. Oh, um, this one's all you, so go ahead. This one's all me. Yep. How much would... Oh, yeah. How much would Louisiana freak out if Burrow goes to NOLA? With Rosen's bitching, could we expect Burrow in Miami? I sure hope not. Um, I think so, but I hope not also. Uh, my now hope is that... To, uh, I just want Burrow to go somewhere that isn't the NFC South, as long as it isn't the Saints. Louisiana would flip his shit if if Burrow gets drafted by the Saints, but I don't think it's going to happen. Their only option would be trading up, but and the Saints do love trading up, but I don't know what they would. You'd have to trade up way too much to get up there. Yeah, um, he'd ha- he'd have to like start sucking for the rest of the year. Yeah, um, which I don't think is going to happen. Nope. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I really, I would love it so much. Um, I don't think he'd fit, fit, he'd fit perfectly because he's already playing the Saints offense. Basically. Putting Burrow in Miami is like the best worst thing ever. Because it's like, oh yeah, like congrats, you're going to be like a top two pick. But at the same time, it's like, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Dude, I, I'd, I'd rather him go to Cincinnati. <laughs> um... I don't know, man. I I really just don't know. Um, I want I want to go I wanna, uh, in Miami though. I feel like it, it could also be a possibility that they draft Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson this year, and the next year draft Jamar Chase, and that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that'd be a smart move because they they just have so much chemistry together. And they signed Joe Brady to be their head coach after they fire uh, uh, dude, Brian yeah. Flores. <laughs> That's fact. That's fire. Um, all-time tanking move going for two at the end of that game. And then, yeah, calling, a, the and then calling a screen to Kenyon Drake. I wonder if they told him to drop it. He definitely did. He was like, oh, no, I dropped it. That was but an all-time also, tanking move. Like, like if you also, also, if you watch it, like, even if he caught it, it's very unlikely he was scoring. No, there's no chance he was scoring. He ran a screen to the middle of the field. <laughs> oh, my God. Essentially just a worse way of handing it off. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there was no way that they wanted to win that game. No shot. Um, and I, but if I, they're, they're, they're definitely trying to put out the best people. I, like Taco Charlton, is yep. Charles Harris is done in, my, in Miami. Yeah, I saw the stat. It was like Charles Harris. Charles Harris yeah, got like Travis sixty snaps. Wing, Travis Char- Wingfield, I think it was. Yeah, it was a uh, Taco Charlton got like sixty snaps. Uh, Charles Harris got fourteen. So yeah, <laughs> well, man, a, they really drafted R.I.P. for Charles Harris. They really drafted Charles Harris over T.J. Watt. Yep. <laughs> Imagine being that stupid. That guy, uh, the guy who did that, still in Miami. Um, I really hope that that they don't draft Burrow. You must not like Mike's uh, mock draft from today, then. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't at all. I'm not the only person that I'm still not like 100 percent sold on Christian Fulton. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, eh. yeah. <laughs> um, I think he's good. I definitely think he's good. I think he's gonna. He's really gonna have. A very similar tra- trajectory as a uh, Dante Action Jackson, where he's going to be okay at LSU and then get drafted somewhere high, and then 
kill it in the NFL. You know, I actually saw a comp for uh, C.J. Henderson that I've liked. Lately. What was it? Greedy Williams. That's fair. He he's like a slim, athletic corner that doesn't like to tackle, and yeah. he's like best in man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I think C.J. Henderson went too high in my, in Mike's draft too. Uh, ten. Yeah. We'll see how uh, how he can improve. Yeah. All right. Well, um... Yeah, that might fuck your mock draft. I'm um, kidding. Go read it. It's actually really good, aside from like, the picks we just... Yes. It, was, it, it wasn't on. actually that bad. Um, yeah, no, we just like to bully Miami. I just uh, personally really don't want Burrow to go to Miami. <laughs> um, yeah, good pick. Just gonna break Dylan's heart. <laughs> yes. Good pick. The only worst thing that could happen would be him going to Tampa Bay. What if he went to Atlanta if they just like lose out? Oh my god. Don't speak that evil into existence. That already <laughs> happened with Deion Jones. Debo. <sighs> the fake ass Debo. And Devin White going to Tampa Bay. Like I know NFC South teams love LSU for wow, whatever Jake, reason. Except Jacob for the Phillips things. going to the Panthers? What did you say? Jacob uh, Phillips going uh, to the Panthers. Don't speak that evil on me, dog. I mean, it seems like every LSU linebacker is just going to the Saints rivals. <sighs> Caleb on Chase on? Hmm? No. He actually, he actually seems like a Falcons player. Like, he seems like someone they draft. And they need edge <laughs> help. Yeah, just like a yoked up uh, pass rusher. Oh, man. All right, well, thanks for listening. Um, yeah. Uh, this is another long episode, but I don't really care. Um, I have fun. Same. Um, so thanks for listening, and uh, you can find the show on Twitter at Whole9Sports. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can find Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Come talk to us. Have fun. Uh, enjoy yourself. We're on there all the time with nothing better to do with our lives. Um, and then you can... Uh, Please leave us an iTunes review. Uh, looking at you, Maddie. Um, and okay. follow us on Spotify and do all that jazz and tell your friends about us. And yeah. All right. Have a good day. Bye.